Minecraft. What is Minecraft? For those of you who don't know, Minecraft is a pixel building game or platform. At first sight, it looks, well, retro. In a time where people can play on gaming consoles and with real life graphics through either you know, full PC gaming computers or game consoles like the PlayStation 5 that are so realistic, why is Minecraft still such a big draw for kids? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's all coming up on this episode of Growing Up With Tech. So stay tuned, here we go. So what is it about Minecraft that draws kids in? Let's start with a basic understanding of the game. Here's a quote I found online. You begin with absolutely nothing, no tools, no shelter, not even a sense of direction. What you begin and where you go from there is completely up to you. Now, Minecraft, to give a little background, when you start the game up, you're basically spawning into this new world. It's an empty space. Nobody else is in this world but you. And it's up to you on what you build, how you build it, and where you build it. Now, there's two ways to play the game. One is creative mode. And in creative mode, you're essentially able to build whatever you want and have unlimited resources. It's kind of like an open world where there's no way to to die. And yes, in this game, you can die because that's where the survival side comes in. Now, it's not a violent kind of game, but it it's some basic uh, survival knowledge. Let's put it this way. You have to eat. You have to stay away from from bad things. There are monsters in the game, but these, again, they're pixel characters. So even for young kids playing this game is completely appropriate. Now, here's another quote, um, just to kind of give a little bit of clarity onto what you can do in the game. One might think that infinite respawns when you die, yes, you can die, might make the game less challenging. And that's not true. When you die, you respawn at the point where you first entered that new world. Now, if as you're playing, you travel a great distance and build something in a faraway place, and yes, this is a massive environment, then you have to go back and find that stuff, all that stuff you built when when you die. Anything you were carrying, such as those precious resources you spent hours digging up, will drop whenever you die. If you don't collect enough soon enough, they will disappear and be lost forever. It sounds simple unless you were far from home and have no idea which directions you wandered into, falling down deep into a hole, into a cave, getting eaten by giant spiders, or drowning while you're trying to find that hidden underwater cave you built. So let's back up again. How can this game be fun? You start up and it's in an open space. And, and I'll be honest, the first time I saw this game, I didn't really get it. But when I saw my son who first played this game using an iPad when he was probably about five or six years old, he started to create things and not just creating them, but life-size three-dimensional creations. And that's when I was really blown away. I mean, I've seen him create some crazy things in Lego, but this was a whole other level of creativity. And it comes down to parts of the game. Now in creative mode, yes, you do have all these items available to you, 
But my son was able to build a huge, like we're talking bigger than buildings size version of a Triceratops dinosaur stuffed animal that he had. He built a very close version of that in Minecraft. And and that kind of three-dimensional creativity just blew me away. He's built tree houses. He's built full houses out of things. And it just it's it's amazing to see young minds and what they come up with. Now, since then, he's he's now uh, 11 years old, 10 years old. And seeing the stuff that he's still creating is quite amazing. And he's done many different worlds that he's created. Um, he's played it on his iPad. That's where he started. And then we kind of moved to a desktop computer. And at one point with this game, not only can you you know play in these two modes where you're either in creative mode or survival mode, and I'll explain a little bit about the difference with survival mode in a second, but there are also other ways that you can play the game. You can you can play in multiplayer mode where you invite people in or you host your own kind of world or server. And you can join games where there's literally could be hundreds of other people playing. Now, some of these are actual worlds that people had created and they have their world hosted on a server. And they've created this world where there is an actual game and there's scoring involved or there's a way to win or lose or there's a mission to accomplish and that's where the whole coding and programming side of things can come in this really is a endless um, platform and endless possibilities to do things he has both played on these online um, versions of these games but he's also downloaded maps and that's another element of the game where you can actually download a map or a world that somebody else has created and play it by yourself. Some cases you you can build on those and some cases you can't. Now, that's all fun and good. Um, but when we're when we're talking about the basic version of the game, now my my kids kind of sparked one, one of my my younger son had been playing this for a while, but my older son who sort of played in lost touch and both of them got reintroduced to Minecraft when I recently bought them Chromebooks for, for homeschooling. That opened up, again, a new a way to play and a new passion for the game. With the desktop version or the, the computer version of it, we'll say, even, even on iPad as well, you can play in that creative mode or survival mode. Now, the difference with survival mode is when you start, you actually have nothing to do um, other than build. So... But you, you know, you have to start because you're in a world where anything can happen and there are monsters, you have to be careful. You could get, you could get killed. And when you get killed, it's not violent and you, you respond to where you came. But in survival mode, what you have to do is build a shelter, build a safe space for your, for yourself and have a bed so that you can sleep at night. And as you go out in the world, you're basically exploring and you're collecting items. So you might chop down a tree and by doing that, you're collecting wood. Now that wood you then can use to build other things and develop other things. And that's where the real creativity and fun part of the game comes out. And and this version of the game is what, what one of my kids is playing right now. And he's also doing this with a friend of his. So he's created a world but he's brought his friend in and and they play together and and both of them will work on this world together 
And what they do is essentially they're exploring. They, they get an idea of what they want to build and they have to go out in the world and they have to find and mine for different things to allow them to build what they want to build. And the reason why this is really fun is because not only is it teach kids about spatial reasoning in, in terms of, you know, understanding if they want to build something, how big they want to build it, how are they going to plan it out? Where are they going to place certain things when they build? Um, what happens if something is in the way? You can't just like pick up a building and move it. It's, it's there. So you have to figure out, you know, how are you going to move things around when there's caves and forests and mountains and oceans and figuring out also how you're going to get from one place to another. So, so that's one part of the fun of this. Now there's also math skills because like I said, when, when you want to create new things or build new things, it takes materials. And let's say that you, um, you know, you top chop down a tree Well, you can use that wood and you have to collect a certain amount of it. But if you combine the wood with other elements, then you can create more items that you can build in. And that could be different things like different materials for your house, different, you know, you want to build furniture, you need wood for that. You want to um, make a stove. Well, you need, you need other things for that. So, so there's math skills involved. Um, it's, it's really good for confidence because, you know, you can, you can see how your kids are able to build things and feel good about what they build. And one of the things my kids love is just to show me what they've built and what they've accomplished. And that sense of, you know, accomplishing stuff is very good for their mind. And it gives them that confidence that they can do and build things in other ways. It is challenging and that's, that's good as well. You know, when you're playing survival mode, you can die, you can, you can get killed by a monster. And when you get killed, you know, anything you're carrying in your, in your knapsack, I, I, or whatever they call the pack, you'll lose those th things. And when you respawn, you you have a choice of either finding them, which can be very hard, or you have to start again. Now your buildings and stuff are all still there, but anything you were carrying, you have to go and find. And again, that's part of the fun is the challenge of, okay, you want to build something. Well, if you need diamonds to, to do that, you got to go dig and find diamonds. And it's random every time. It's not like there's always going to be diamonds in one spot in the game. So it's challenging um, and fun and takes time. And when something doesn't go well, it's it's also good because you can learn to try again. You know, don't don't give up. You have to, you know, try a different approach. Or if you can't find, you know, a way to build something, then, then um, you got to, you know, try something else. What's also fascinating is how my kids are learning about things with with Minecraft. When I was a kid, if you know you you would talk to your friends a lot and and try to learn new things and the availability of information to learn is much different now. And immediately my kids turn to YouTube. There's lots of people who will teach how to, you know, get started, how to build new things and as the game releases new versions, which they have been since I think 2010 or 12 when the game was first launched, these YouTubers will describe what's new and how to find them and how to create the n new things. And it's really, really neat to see them learning, at least using YouTube for, for good, for, for learning how to, how to play this game better. It's also neat because, you know, in some cases they're learning how to code. If they want to go to that advanced um, approach to Minecraft, there is ways where you can actually code certain environments or rules or or ways to make a game. 
learning how to build circuits is also part of this game where cause and effect where if you do something it's going to open a door or it's going to start a fire or you know in order to make the light switch turn on you need to have redstone and certain other elements of the game to to make that happen in some cases it involves you know farming you have to grow more items so that you can get more food or or get more items um you know to to build stuff with so there's so many great fun things about this game um, and it's really a game of all ages. I mean, there's a lot of kids obviously playing it, but you go into YouTube, you will see adults playing it too. And this is one of those games where, you know, I, I know as a parent, a lot of times we're concerned about how much screen time our kids have. And my personal approach has always been that there's good screen time and there's bad screen time or, or not as great screen time. And when I see my kids playing with a game like Minecraft where all of these positives are available and there's all these benefits to playing a game like this, I don't mind it as much because they are learning, they are being creative, they are exploring and building. My kids are having fun with it and um, they're playing with their friends so there's the social side of it as well and uh, I, I really think it's a fantastic game, one that if your kids aren't playing it now, you might want to uh, have them check it out. And if they are playing it and you're not sure how it works, I hope this gave a, a good kind of general summary of it. And there's lots of little tutorials out there and videos. Again, you can go to YouTube to see what it's all about. Minecraft is is definitely one of those positive games that I think is really great for kids. You know, it's it's great to see what they build out of it. And that's really what blows me away is seeing some of the things my kids make and um you know what they considered to build and how and why and and you know sometimes they're making like secret passageways to a floor of a house that you can't normally get to and there's a hidden wall or there's a there's a cave um i remember my 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 kids once created a whole animal it was almost like an animal theme park and they had different cages and different animals were there and you could train you know certain animals to do certain things and fun things like that so it's it's just like endless creativity and fun and uh it is definitely worth checking out so i hope that was a great summary of minecraft and uh why i personally think it's a great game for kids and i hope you stay tuned for upcoming episodes of growing up with tech um, I would love to hear what you and your kids think of Minecraft as well. So feel free to leave me comments and tell me what your kids like best or even some of the things your kids have built um, using the Minecraft game. I'd love to hear that and maybe we can even showcase um, some pictures on my social feeds to share with others. Um, but that's it for now. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. I've got a lot more ideas to share with you. And if you guys do have any topic ideas that you want me to consider or talk about or, or um, feature, please feel free to send me an email. You can reach me at Lowell, L-O-W-E-L-L, -L, at growingupwithtech.show. Thank you very much, and see you next episode.